Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. I'm Vanessa Denhagarmo here. We're talking with Michelle Gilbert. She's been on before. She's the Vice President of Public Relations for Comcast Cable Heartland Region. Michelle, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, it's always good to talk to uh, talk to you. You have been giving us updates uh, regularly since the pandemic. Every quarter, you you come on at your community and share with us what's going on. And Comcast has been such a big help during this pandemic for schools and in the community. And now you're talking about a one billion dollar commitment to bridge the digital divide. What can you share with our listeners about that? Oh, absolutely. So, um, you know, this year marks our tenth anniversary of our our internet essentials program, which has connected uh, millions of low-income Americans to the internet. And, uh, you know, so it's an issue that we've been extremely passionate about for a decade. And, uh, you know, COVID-19 really brought digital inequity to the forefront for many people, many businesses, many governments that maybe were not as focused on it before. So as as we reflect on the past 10 years and the work that we've done, uh, we made an announcement, uh, a commitment to invest a billion dollars over the next 10 years to further close the digital divide and provide the digital skills training um, that is so badly needed. It is badly needed. And how how did you guys come up with this commitment? How were you able to make this happen? Well, you know, this is a commitment that uh, in terms of how we made it happen, um, you know, it, it really falls in line with all the work that we have been doing for the past 10 years. Yeah. That we know the, the work's not going to go away. There is still a need, and we're committed to closing that digital divide. So, you know, um, with the support of so many community partners, with the new programs that we developed since COVID, like our Lift Zones and our Internet Essentials Partnership Program, which we can certainly talk a little bit about, you know, when we look at everything in and the need for computers, um, all in all, it's going to be a billion-dollar commitment across the nation. That's incredible. And and to make that kind of commitment to the community and across the nation to help with this digital divide, we all kind of take it for granted when we're so used to having our computers and our Internet. We forget about how many people out there, Michelle, who don't have the access. Yeah, and, and I would just take it one step further, Vanessa, and I would say they have access because if they want to get internet in their home, they can, mm-hmm. um, they have not adopted. And there is a difference between access and adoption. And in many um, rural parts of Michigan and the country, access is an issue. And that's probably a topic we can talk about at another time because it's <laughs> yeah. complex in and of itself. Yeah. But it does feed into the bigger issue of digital inequity. I want to share some information because I know here in Metro Detroit alone, Comcast has connected 428,000 individuals to the Internet. Nearly half have been in the city of Detroit. That's pretty incredible, Michelle. Yeah, and that is just our Internet Essentials program throughout the past 10 years. 
Um, so we have connected a lot of people to the program. Um, and I, you know, it's, it's very, it makes me feel proud to work for a company that cares so deeply about um, such an important issue. So tell me, Michelle, in terms of your planning on reaching 50 million students and individuals through Internet Essentials, can you explain that a little bit more to us about the Wi-Fi and lift zones? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, the way we're going to go about doing this, it's it's not just about getting Internet in their homes, although that is the end game for us. We want we know that people need uh, the connectivity in the home, but for a variety of reasons, People um, may be apprehensive to uh, to connect to the internet at home. So what we did is uh, we developed a program called Lift Zones, and I think you and I talked about that. It was either late last year or yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we talked, we had in, we had uh, installed our first, I think, thirteen lift zones in the city of Detroit. Since then, we have connected more lift zones, um, not just in Detroit, but across the state of Michigan. We've got 32 so far across the state of Michigan. And what these are, are there, we partner with um, community organizations like the Boys and Girls Club, Say Detroit, uh, Detroit Rescue Mission Ministries, and so many others. And um, we, they designate a place within their building that can be dedicated to online learning. And we provide the Wi-Fi. It's um, very, it's business class broadband Wi-Fi that is provided so that students can get online, whether it's for a hybrid learning environment or just after school to be able to do their homework. And what's really cool is that many of these organizations also help adults, uh, adults who don't have internet at home and maybe they're coming in to get online to apply for a job. So it really um, is a program that is benefiting even more than just uh, our children's ability to be able to learn in a safe environment. So LiftSons is a big piece of it. Um, we also uh, you know, will invest in more uh, digital literacy training uh, because again, you know, if you've never used the internet before, you don't know what you don't know. And you have to be able to use the internet uh, safely. You have to know how to avoid, um, you know, having uh, problems, which we all have with, um, you know, people trying to um, download malware to our computers. So there are, there are a lot of pieces to solving digital inequity besides just getting it into uh, customers' homes. They have to know how to use it and how to use it safely. You know, that's really important too. And sometimes we think about, when we think about internet access, we're thinking about the kids, especially during the pandemic. And I'm gonna get to that for one second, but seniors are also vulnerable, um, uh, Michelle, to internet um, safety issues when it comes to hacking them or targeting them. I mean, can you speak to that in any way? Seniors are very vulnerable to this. Um, and, and actually, um, you know, I would say that probably, you know, when we talk about what are the reasons why people do not get Internet in the home, um, it's kind of interesting because we we survey our customers and the top reason why 
they have not subscribed to internet at the home, 60% cite the lack of need for or interest in the internet. And I suspect that a significant number of those uh, probably are seniors. You know, they've paid their bill through the mail. Um, they just don't really trust why they would use it. They may read articles or hear about all, you know, all the problems that people have with viruses. And so it, they're very apprehensive. And I, I know a few years ago, I had an opportunity to sit in on a digital literacy training class at a senior facility in the city of Detroit. And it was a bunch of senior citizens who we had actually given um, each one of them a laptop. And uh, then we followed up and we uh, funded the digital literacy in-person training at this community center. And I remember talking to one of the gentlemen and he said, yeah, when I was first given this laptop, I was gonna give it away because I didn't know what I would use it for. And uh, the people at the community center begged me to just take this class and learn a couple of things. And if I still felt like I had no need for it, then I could give it away. And this man uses his computer to keep in touch with grandchildren. He listens to his music through the computer. I think he even started paying his bills. So, you know, it's about education. It's about teaching um, how to use it, how it can provide you value and giving you the knowledge that you need so that you can use it with confidence and um, not have to worry about viruses and being hacked. What a great story. I love that, Michelle. And we, you know, um, we've seen so much of that during the pandemic about seniors being isolated. And oftentimes the computer is the only lifeline they have to their family. Um, and so this last year and what Comcast has done for the community has been imperative to keep people connected. Can you speak to the efforts that you guys stepped up during the pandemic and all that you have done because of what we went through? Oh, sure. Um, I And I'm sure I'm going to leave some things out because... <laughs> We've done a lot. I mean, and it, it really starts with the investment in our network. You know, every single year, certainly across the nation, but here in Michigan, let's talk locally, we spend millions and millions of dollars um, on our network because just like any other kind of technology, you have to invest in it to, to keep it going, right? Because things happen, technology breaks and sure. technology gets better. So we need to invest in order to stay not just uh, to stay ahead of our customers' needs. Um, and certainly this year, bandwidth needs um, went through the roof. And so the investment that we've made year after year after year to stay ahead of our customers' needs really paid off because we had enough bandwidth to meet our customers' needs. Um, so, so it started with that. And then, of course, this year, we invested even more into our network so that we could continue to stay ahead of those needs. Um, we increased speeds for our customers, not just our internet essentials customers, but we increased the speeds of all customers of our most, um, the, the rate plans that were the fastest growing during COVID. Because again, we want to be able to stay ahead of customers' needs. And many people, um, you know, may have switched to a higher 
uh, speed plan. And so we bumped the speeds up in those most popular plans so that we could give them more value for their money. Um, we've made Wi-Fi our, our um, Wi-Fi in the community uh, available to not just our own customers, which is always free for them, but um, available to non-customers so that if that was the only option, they could get on any of our Wi-Fi public hotspots for free throughout the pandemic. And I believe that is still going on through at least June of this year. Um, so, you know, again, a lot of different things. The other thing that we didn't talk about, we launched a program called Internet Essentials Partnership Program uh -huh. to further connect uh, students to the internet. And so our Internet Essentials Program is $10 a month. Uh, we offered 60 days free service for any new customer. But regardless, there are still people out there who are like, I, I just can't give the $10 a month. And so we collaborated um, with many school districts, um, community organiza organizations who said, you know what, we want to sponsor the children in our community or the children in our school district who cannot afford internet essentials, and we will sponsor them through the year. And that's what the partnership program is. And again, this developed because of COVID. Uh, community partners brought this need to our attention, and we worked with them to develop a program that I believe will be here for many years to come. We're talking with Michelle Gilbert this morning here on It's Your Community from Comcast Cable, Heartland Region. They've got so many different programs that they're doing to help the community attend 10, um, a $1 billion commitment over 10 years is one of them. But you also have a million dollar in grants to local personal uh, person of color owned businesses. Can you speak to that, Michelle? Absolutely. So um, one of the other things that we developed as a result of really the pandemic and all of the social injustice that's been going on across our nation um, this past year, is we developed a program called Comcast Rise, which is really geared to help uh, the businesses that have been the most hard hit by the pandemic. And, and frankly, that is businesses of color. And so there are a couple different elements to the program. The first element, which we I know we can talk about in a second, is, um, and it's been going on since last year, where we are providing technology makeovers as well as in-kind services in the form of creative and marketing services to businesses. And what I love about that initiative is because money is important, um, but we're offering our expertise and it really is helping many, many businesses across Michigan. Uh, but what we just most recently announced at the end of April is we revealed the 100 local businesses that are owned by uh, black, indigenous, and other people of color uh, they each received a $10,000 grant from the Comcast Rise Investment Fund for a total of $1 million. That's that awesome. Investing in local businesses here in Detroit, Highland Park, and Hamtramck. 
That's awesome. That's really good. I mean, giving uh, small business is so important. And as you know, Michelle, from Comcast and the work that you do, you know, they power this state, they power this region, small business owners. And it's great to see uh, Comcast collaborating and partnering with our small business community and, and particularly uh, people of color. Yeah, they, they really do. They do power our economy. And, you know, unfortunately, we've lost so many wonderful businesses as a result of this pandemic that we will probably never see again. And that's heart-wrenching. Yeah. Uh, we're doing what we can to try and help as many. And you may be wondering, well, why Detroit? Um, when Comcast developed the investment fund, we wanted to make the biggest impact where it was most needed. And our research that we um, looked at through many national organizations showed that Detroit was one of the hardest hit cities from an, a retail economic standpoint. There was less uh, spending going on in retail here in Detroit than in many other parts of the nation. And so that is one of the reasons, that is really the primary reason why Detroit was one of five cities selected for the Comcast Rise Investment Fund. So Michelle, I know uh, during our interview the last time, we talked about the first phases of the Comcast Rise that was introduced at Technology Makeovers, Advertising and Marketing. Can you, can you share more with us about that? Yes, yes. So this is, I, I like I said, I love this piece of the Comcast Rise program. It kind of reminds me of the phrase, well, you know, you, the importance of teaching a man how to fish, you know, because then he can catch his own fish. And um, that's what this is. We're providing our expertise. We're providing our technology to help businesses um, so that they can pivot during this very difficult time. And here's one of my favorite stories around a business that pivoted. There was, so there was a new fitness studio uh, that had just opened up and then the pandemic hit. So how are you gonna get people in when you, you, can't, you can't be legally open? Yeah. Uh, this business uh, applied for the, um, one of our technology makeover grants earned the grant and it afforded her the ability, one, to have a business class internet. And then we gave her all the uh, hardware and software that she would need. And now she's offering virtual classes. And without that tech makeover, she probably would have had to fold her business or certainly put it on pause. So, you know, these are stories that are happening all over the country. Um, to date, I believe we have helped 124 small businesses with the tech makeovers and the advertising and marketing consulting, along with the media and creative production. Um, and our goal is to help 13,000 businesses nationwide by the end of 2022 with these in-kind services, as well as with the grants. Wow. That's really impressive. And so, you know, Michelle, we've talked to you about a lot, the lift zones and, and the grants and the, the um, $1 billion commitment, $1 billion commitment over 10 years. It's incredible. Um, what else do you want to share with our listeners in terms of uh, collaborating with Comcast, partnering with sure. Comcast? I mean, what would you like to see people do uh, in, in terms of reaching out to the community? Sure. Well, let me let me give a couple of resources that may be helpful to your listeners. Sure. 
first of all, I want to reinforce that the Comcast Rise uh, initiative, the tech makeovers and the other in-kind services, that is ongoing. Um, okay. So I would encourage anyone who may be eligible, and that is not geographically based other than you need to be within our 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 coverage area, um, but I would encourage any business to go to ComcastRise.com because that is an ongoing application process. And uh, we would love to help as many businesses uh, as we can. Repeat that again, Michelle. Repeat the website again. Absolutely. ComcastRise.com. ComcastRise.com. Yes. And and the other thing is, if you did get a technology makeover, there's nothing stopping you from applying for uh, the marketing and advertising consultation services. You can, a business can get more than one grant. Oh, that's good to know. So you can get yes. more than one grant. And then, you know, how important is it? Because you partner with so many people on your projects. How important is it for Comcast to continue to connect, con collaborate, and communicate with the community as you do? And how, for people listening, how can they work with you? Sure. Well, I would tell you, first of all, we would not be successful without our community partners. Um, regardless of what the issue is, whether we're talking about social injustice or digital uh, equity, these are not issues that can be solved by one company, one government entity, one nonprofit organization. It literally takes a community combining their talents and resources um, to, to combat such an, such an issue. Um, so, you know, we work with hundreds and hundreds of nonprofit organizations, as well as uh, government organizations, you know, on, on these issues. I would say um, certainly if any organization wanted to collaborate with us on lift zones, I would, I can give an email address. Yeah. You can, you know, reach out to us and we will get back in touch with you. That email, and forgive me, it's a little, um, it may, I can repeat it twice because it, it may sound a little strange. It's C-E-N-H-R-T underscore lift zones at Comcast.com. So it's Senhart, C-E-N-H-R-T underscore lift zones at Comcast.com. Okay. Then I would say if anybody has any questions whatsoever about what we talked about or has an idea or wants to collaborate and be a, you know, a community partner of ours, I would encourage you to reach out to me on LinkedIn and just send me a message and then I can connect you with the right person within our organization here locally, depending on what your idea is and how we can work together. That's awesome. LinkedIn, Michelle Gilbert, you could private message her there if you have some ideas for Comcast and ways that you want to collaborate, communicate, and connect with them, because that's what we're all about here on It's Your Community, connecting, collaborating, and communicating with the community. Michelle, we have a couple minutes left here with you. What else do you want to share with our listeners on It's Your Community before we let you go? Sure. Well, you know, we, we talked a lot about the importance of the um, digital literacy training. And I, I just thought that I would share a couple of interesting statistics just to show how important this issue is. Sure. We have had eight and a half million lifetime visitors to our online learning center. Mm. And 
And these people have accessed more than 200 training videos, guides, and reports. And what's great about this is you do not have to be an Internet Essentials customer to access our learning center. If you go to internetessentials.com, we have online learning that you can, anyone can take advantage of. Wow, that's awesome, Michelle. Yes. That's, that's and then, great tip. And then the other thing that I was going to mention is when we talk about the importance and value of having internet in the home, um, again, we survey our customers, our Internet Essentials customers, to get a sense how valuable is this program. And over the 10 years that we've been doing this, 76% of our customers feel their service has helped someone in the household locate or obtain employment. Um, 70% of households say the service has helped them learn a new skill. And 90% of parents surveyed say the service has had a positive impact on their child's grades. And that's even before COVID. Wow. What great stats, what great things to uh, pat yourself on the back for, uh, Michelle, for all the work that Comcast does and, and, and related to your community outreach as well. It's really important. Well, I appreciate you saying that, Vanessa, and I would tell you that, you know, you have been an incredible and valuable community partner. <laughs> my, being my able to, well, being able to educate people through a conversation yeah. and able to explain why this is such an important issue, you know, really that makes a huge difference. Yeah. Well, we're all about communicating, collaborating, and connecting with the community here in Itcher Community, and that's exactly what Comcast does on a regular basis. Michelle Gil Gilbert, thank you so much for joining us here in Itcher Community. Thank you again for having me. My pleasure. Any questions or comments, show topics you want us to get to, please reach out to me. You can go to epiphanyccc.com, epiphanyccc.com. You can find Epiphany Communications and Coaching on Facebook. You can reach me, Vanessa Denhagarmo, on LinkedIn or Twitter or uh, Instagram and private message me on any of the social media platforms. As always, remind our listeners to connect, to collaborate, and to communicate with your community. Thanks for listening. It's Your Community, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.